I sense that something is about to erupt here. I sense that somebody you have come into your time. See what the Lord has done. Can you see what the Lord has done? What we've been waiting for. It has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. What we've been waiting for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. 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 Come and bring the Holy Ghost. Oh, can you see what the Lord has done? <laughs> That's going to be somebody's testimony after this meeting. Can you see what the Lord has done? What I've been waiting for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done my eyes have seen my ears have heard oh see what the lord has done i hope you're praying what i've been waiting for has come to pass see what the lord has done. If you are watching us online, come and bring the Holy Ghost. Oh, oh, come and bring the Holy Ghost. Brado saka paladasha. Meterega de 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 bonaki de balabasha de de diada. Mundali brada bada bide kada bada boshada brida da da da. That testimony I've been waiting for. It has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. What we've been waiting. The house of love so made it has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. The devil might have tried to shake me out in season, but see what the Lord has done. Can you see what the Lord has done? What we've been waiting It has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. Father, we thank you. There's a new song that is breaking out. It has come to pass. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. All right, can we jump those hands together for Jesus as we take our seats tonight? Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Are you excited tonight? All right, tonight I'm just going to be the John the Baptist. I'm just going to be a John the Baptist, preparing the way for my Father in the Lord. Come on, help me celebrate my Father in the Lord.
Reverend Olabanjo Ladibo. Come on, can we celebrate him tonight? Come on, celebrate him tonight. Come on, celebrate him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm particularly excited about this topic. And um, personally, not just because of convention, I've, I've, been, I've been studying. Praise God. Praise God. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. It's a popular scripture. I want to tie up a lot of things for my father and the Lord to come in. Praise God. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, very popular scripture for Swern, says, To everything there is a season and a purpose to everything that is under the earth. Are we there? We know the scripture, right? We know that scripture. Or okay, let's open our Bible to that scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter three from verse one. It said to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Praise God. To Everything, there is a season, but time is allotted to purpose. Praise God. To everything, there is a season, but time is allotted to purpose. I thought somebody would hear what I'm saying. Time is allotted to purpose. Tell your neighbor, time is allotted to purpose. And in Akuret Church, we were looking at this um, scripture, and I started off by telling them that Second Timothy chapter four, verse two, tells us to be instant in season and out of season. Praise God, praise God. And one of the things that the devil uses to to, to weigh people is seasons. Praise God. Praise God. Can I say that again? Seasons are temporal. Timing is eternal. Praise God. Are you with me tonight? And I will show you scriptures. Seasons are temporal. And a lot of people have, because of seasons, missed out in their timing. Praise God. Praise God. The devil puts pressure in us when we are in season that if we are not careful, we will buckle and miss out in timing. Praise God. Praise God. And my opening scripture tonight, please Mark, can you just play the keyboard for me? I, I, I won't waste your time. Is the book of Galatians chapter 4 verse 4. And I sense in my spirit that somebody is coming into the fullness of his time. Oh, you are not saying an amen like you believe. I said to them in our correct church, people pray in season. But when time comes, you don't pray. Hello? Hello? People walk out their time in their season. But when time comes, it are 
it appears that rest has come. So it might appear that you have been praying because you are in a season. Get ready, your time is here. Oh, you're not saying amen like you believe it. I said, get ready, your time is here. I said, get ready, your time is here. Get ready, your time is here. In the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. Are we there? But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law. When the fullness of time was come, and I asked myself a question, what was happening? I'm being restricted by this pulpit, permit me. I, I begin to ask myself, what was happening before the fullness of time has come? came that God sent his son. It appeared that God had abandoned the earth. It appeared that God has rejected its people. And, and they were going through a lot of storms. But the Bible says that when the fullness of time had come, God without uh, without somebody praying. Uh, oh, oh, I was telling them in, in a correct church uh, and I said to them, I said, see God did not wait for Mary to purify herself according to the purification of the law. God sent his angel, Gab uh, 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 angel Gabriel and probably he met Sarah, uh, sorry, he met Mary when she was preparing Joseph's food. But eventually he met Mary when she was taking a bath. He didn't have to wait for her to sanctify herself uh, because the fullness of time has come uh, and i said for somebody uh, your fullness of time is here god is going to break protocol for your sake uh, i said the fullness of time is here i said your fullness of time is here i said the fullness of your time is here in the name of jesus and can i submit to you that the streams of life our, our life is an eternal stream. Life is like water. It flows eternally. But there are things that are dropped in life that are called time. I, I, I permit me to say, he said, when the fullness of time in the life of every man who, who, who has purpose wrapped up in himself, is a time just like that man who sat by the pool of Bethesda and for 32 young long years he was just there without something happening in him and he heard that Jesus was passing by and Jesus asked what can I do for you and the man said to Jesus he said I have no one but I wish that man understood that that was his time he will not be talking about having no one he would recognize that he that can do all things is before me and the Bible says Jesus said to him take up your mouth take up your mouth and go listen can i say to you job said in job for chapter 14 verse 14 if a man dies will he live again all the days of my appointed time i will wait until my change comes there's an appointed time where allotted for your change and if you would wait it will come oh 
are you hearing me tonight there's an appointed time your seasons are temporal your timing is eternal and if you wait for god your time will come or can somebody shout my time shall come my time shall come my neighbor's time it might appear that my parents are in their time my own time shall come because for everything there is a season but for purpose i wish you understand that you are purpose wrapped up in flesh and every purpose has his own time oh your own time might be in your 20s mine can be in my 30s another person in his 40s but i'm purpose wrapped up in flesh my time will come oh you're not hearing what i'm saying i say you are purpose wrapped up in flesh you are time will come daddy was saying something in the video concerning Abraham ah some people don't have the attitude of people who understand time in Genesis chapter 17 God showed up to Abraham when he was 99 years old I said Abraham uh, permit me to use this word you've made a mistake but I did not promise you Ishmael. I promised you Isaac. And Isaac is going to come through Sarah. And in the next chapter, verse 18, chapter 18, the Bible says, Abraham, because he had that word for God, I, I, I want to believe that Abraham began to look at the things around him and he began to search for the signs of his time. Oh, I, I, somebody with me this, this evening, he began to search, oh my God, for the signs of his time. And the Bible says he was in front of his tent and he saw three people. Ah, and behold Abraham ran to them and the Bible says he bowed his face to the ground and he worshipped them and he said my Lord and I began to ask myself who told Abraham that these ones were of his Lord and the Bible says that Abraham said if I have found favor in thy sight don't pass me by tarry with me that you will drink and eat and I began to perceive in my spirit uh, that from the day God said those words for to Abraham, uh, Abraham began to search for the signs uh, of his time. Uh, oh my God, don't come to this convention uh, and just live the same way uh, without living here and begin to search for the signs uh, of your timing. Uh, is somebody hearing me tonight? Uh, I've got to search for the signs uh, of my time uh, because my timing will show forth. Uh, and it will show for not just like that it's going to leave me with some signs and the bible says before they even entered they said to Abraham your wife Sarah will be with a son and the bible says Sarah heard it inside and she laughed listen to me there are mistakes that you make and it collaborates with your signs of times and the bible says sarah laughed I thought that would be an insult on the word of God. How can God say that he will do this thing for you and you laugh at God? 
Asira did not laugh because she received the word. She laughed because she saw the impossibility in the word. But the angel said to Abraham, he said, even as I'm talking, Sarah laughed. But this is a sign that her time is now. Your son shall be called Isaac because you laughed. Oh, I sense in my spirit, somebody you are walking into the fullness of your time. Oh my God, I said you are walking in the fullness of your time. You are walking into the fullness of your time. You are walking into the fullness of your time. If you believe it, jump on your feet and shout. Oh, come on, give the Lord a shout. Oh, come on, give the Lord a shout. Oh, can you give the Lord a shout? Signs of my timing. Signs of my time. The Bible says he uses the foolish things. Signs of God's timing over my life. That that which nobody thought will make sense. Oh my God. I wish you would understand that what is happening in the house of love's domain is prophetic. Signs of my time. Sometimes the signs of God's timing over your life is when you are under unevitable pressure. Pressure to give in. And believe me, I've never been in such season of my life like I am. So I know right now the signs of the timing is here. Where I am almost at that place to say, God, wait first. Bless you to the take none. Devil, Alpha, wait till they talk. When you are almost in that place, season is making you want to buckle. Ah! When the fullness of his time, I hear that word in my spirit. When the fullness of his time had come, God sent forth his son under the very law. Um, some of you, you might not understand. I come from a Jewish background, so I understand. When the Bible says God under the law, God broke, broke protocol. God, God did not care who was prepared or ready for his son. He didn't care whether uh, Joseph was ready. He didn't care whether Mary was ready. He didn't care whether Israel was ready. In the fullness of his own time, he sent forth his son. He superimposed his will. And I sense over your life in the season, God is about to do something. God is about to do something. I say God is about to do something. But Jesus, John, are you ready for it? It's, it's, it's going to be a three days that's going to be full. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. See, your mistake, your mistake, somebody, your mistake, your mistake will bring you into your timing. See what the Lord has done. Are you ready for the word tonight? That is about to come up. See what the Lord has done. 
what we've been waiting for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. Love some men, can you just lift your hands? Can you see what the Lord has done? That's going to be your testimony. See what the Lord has done. What we've been waiting for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. You are a purpose. And therefore you have a time. Lift up your hands. And just say, Lord, I walk into my time. As our Father and the Lord begins to come forward. That which I have waited for. That which my father has waited for. That which my family is waiting for. It shall come to pass. Oh, lift up your voice and pray. That which I've waited for. That which I am waiting for. That which they thought they denied me. That which they thought I could not get. That which the enemy thought he had taken away from me. It shall come to pass. Oh, love so make you pray tonight. Lord, it shall come to pass. At your word, it comes to pass. There are so many imaginations we are having. How will it how will it come to pass? But see what the Lord has done. So Can you see what the Lord has done? What we've been waiting for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. With Jesus' joy, can you make a joyful noise? Welcome, my Father in the Lord, Reverend of Black Brabantio Ladipa. Come and make a joyful noise. Come and make a joyful noise. Come and make a joyful noise. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. I was almost to tears. You know, hearing the word of exhortation coming tonight. And you see, I, I, we're, we're all so blessed because you see, what the Spirit of God has laid in my heart to do tonight is surely going to make you change the level where you are. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's going to make you change the level where you are. You see, while the word was coming, what was coming to my spirit is that you see there are times that we desire things so much but those things do not happen and there are moments when we feel like maybe it's not going to happen that's when God comes in oh he was speaking about the man that was at the pool of Bethesda he has been there for 38 long years he had given up when Jesus showed up to him Jesus said would you love to be made whole the answer to that question was a yes or a what or a no. But look at what that guy said. He said, oh, 
I've been here for 38 years. I don't have anybody that will push me into the water. I don't have anybody. Was that the answer to the question? The question was, would you love to be made whole? And he started saying stories. You see, there is a way we have gone through our season that we have gotten so used to it that even when miracles shows up, we begin to explain our situation to our miracle. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. <laughs> you, you begin to, you, you know, you know, as pastors, you know, you, you've had people come to you and they begin to share their, and they begin to tell you, a pastor, you, you don't understand. You tell them God will do this. Uh, pastor, it's because you don't understand. If you will understand, if you understand what I'm going through, and uh, you will not just say it simply like that, that God will just do it. I've prayed, I've fasted, and here you are saying that God will do it. But listen to me, we're talking about timing here. When your time comes, the impossibility becomes possible. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying tonight? Oh, can you just, just take your seat? Just take your seat. Oh, already there's a steering in this atmosphere. There's a steering already. And we're privileged to have men of God in the house tonight. And you see, we're going to... <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, I didn't really prepare for this, but this is what God is laying in my heart. And you see, when God lays something in my heart, People who know me, they know I'm a very spontaneous person. I just follow his leading. Praise God. Hallelujah. We have Bishop Faith at your in the house of King City's ministries. Oh, come and help me celebrate the bishop. My brother, my friend, come and celebrate him tonight. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have Pastor Dara in the house Redeem Christian Church of God. Oh, come and help me celebrating great man of God. Come on, you guys can do better than you're doing right now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And you see, all the way from Delta. Mm, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I've seen some of his works in the last few months. My God amazing amazing sometimes i'm watching those meetings online and i wish i could just disappear like philip and appear in the meeting glory be to god you see but we are coming there we are coming there praise god hallelujah can you help me celebrate minister kelvin and your guy tonight come and help me celebrate him glory be to god hallelujah amen all right let's be seated Let's be seated. Now, don't, don't play anything yet. You see, what we're going to be doing tonight, tonight is the first night, and I'm glad that we have the men of God that we have in the house. So I'm not going to be the only one preaching. Glory be to God. I've told Bishop, I said, Bishop, tonight we're doing tag team. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, when the Spirit moves you where you are seated, praise God, just come and take the mic. Glory be to God. And when the spirit moves me, I'll just drop the mic for you. You continue from wherever I stop. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And our pastor Dara is also ready. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. There's going to be a steering in this place. And you see, you're going to be changing position. I say you're going to be changing position. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. I say you're going to be changing position. I say you're going to be changing position. Oh, it looks as if it's only King Jolo that is hearing me. I say you're going to be changing position. I say you're going to be changing position. In the name of the Lord Jesus. All right. 
I'm not going to be reading scripture again to us. You know why? Because it's as if Pastor Stanley, by the Holy Ghost, just moved into the scripture that God laid in my heart for this meeting. When he said, open to Galatians chapter 4, I said, this boy, this boy, <laughs> is every time I hear him preach, I say, hmm, okay, praise God, God increase my anointing, oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, you can. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, God. Somebody lift up your right hand and say, my time is here. Oh, come on, somebody say, my time is here. Come on, somebody say, my time is now. Say to yourself, my time is now. Glory be to God. All right, I'll just exalt us briefly and the next man of God will come up. Like I said, it's as if he just peeped into the scripture that God laid in my heart for this meeting. Paul writing by the Spirit of God, he said, when the fullness of time came, he said, God sent forth his son, he said, made of a woman, born of a woman, and made under the law. When the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son. Now you see that scripture may not make all the sense to you if you don't understand why Paul was inspired by the Holy Spirit to pen down those words. You see the coming forth of the son into time had been prophesied and talked about long ago. Oh, you see how long ago did God talk about the coming of the son? From Genesis. After the fall of man. You know when God came. And Adam went to hide himself. And he said Adam where are you? And Adam said I heard your voice. I realized I was naked. And I went to hide myself. And God said ah, what happened to you? Have you eaten of the fruit in the garden. That I told you not to eat? And Adam said ah. Hey, it's not me oh. It is the woman that you gave me. And God turned to the woman and said. Woman what did you do? And the woman said, it's not even my fault. It is the serpent that deceived me. And when God turned to the serpent, God was not going to ask a question from the devil. Immediately, judgment came. Oh, are you hearing me? He said, because you did this, he said, all the days of your life, you will be crawling on your belly, you will be eating from the dust of the earth. And you see, this woman that you deceived, oh, listen to me. You see, we need to understand properly what happened in the Garden of Eden. Paul was writing later to Timothy about the Spirit of God. You know what he said? He said, Adam was not deceived. He said, but Eve was deceived. You know what that means? That means when the devil told Eve that if you eat the fruit, you will not surely die. You will become like God and you will become as wise as God. What happened was that Eve believed whatsoever it is that the devil said. Are you hearing me? So at the time that she took the fruit and ate it, she believed in what the devil said. But when Eve took that fruit and gave it to Adam, Adam was not deceived. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? Adam was not deceived. Adam was not moved by what the devil had told Eve. So Adam knew the consequences of his action. But listen to me. Out of love for his wife, he took the fruit and ate the fruit.
fruits. Listen to me. The first Adam out of love took the fruit from his wife and chose to die with his wife. Oh, are you hearing me? Uh, but you see, when the second Adam came in the person of Jesus, the fruit was also presented to him. But he did not die with his wife. Instead, he moved his wife out of the way and died in the place of his wife. Uh, oh, is somebody hearing me tonight? And God looked at the devil and said, this woman you have deceived, hmm? she's going to give birth to a seed. And when this seed come, this seed is going to bruise your head. Your head is going to be bruised by that seed. So you will find out that what eventually came to pass in the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John was what was talked about a long time ago. Or oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? They talked about it a long time ago. And it looks as if this word that God spoke may not come to pass. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And sometimes in the journey of our life, God has said a lot of things to us. He has promised us a lot of things. He has declared word of prophecy over our life. Things we have held on to. Some of them even when we were in secondary school. Some of them when we were in the university. And yet, we are yet to see the manifestation of those things. And it looks as if maybe this word will not come to pass again. Because when you look all around you, it looks as if there's nothing happening. There's nothing that looks like what God has said will happen. There's nothing that is looking as if this one will come to pass. And you are on the verge of giving up. Listen to me. This year's convention is a prophetic convention. Oh, are you hearing me? It's a prophetic convention. Because you see, there's somebody here, you have waited and waited and waited. But I came here to declare, and what every man that will stand here is going to declare is that your time is here. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know what it is you're waiting for, but your time is here. I said your time is here. I said your time is here. I said your time is here. It looks as if, when is this word going to come to pass? This woman's seed will come and will bruise the head of the serpent. All through Genesis, we didn't see it happen. And by the time they moved into Exodus, nothing happened. They started going from one page of the scripture, from one chapter of the scripture to another, from one chapter of the scripture. And you know, it's interestingly, every chapter of the scripture was talking about the coming of this son. But this son was yet to come into manifestation. But upon a certain day, when the fullness of time came, somebody here, you're entering into your fullness of time. Oh my God, you didn't hear what I'm talking about. I say you're entering into your fullness of time. I say you're entering into your fullness of time. In the name of Jesus. And you see, when the fullness of time comes, there's nothing that can stop it. Oh, nothing. Oh, I love the, the angle Pastor Stanley took it from. Even when Sarah laughed. You see, I laughed her. You see... God can tell you, I'm going to bless you. And you begin to laugh. And the reason why you are laughing is because you believe it. 
And you know that, hey, God said he will bless me. And you are laughing. But our laughter was not because he believed what was being said. Our laughter was... Only <laughs> About this time next year, according to the time of life, Sarah will be found a child. medical reports. And if told they have passed the stage of menopause. That these guys does not understand though. Are they are they joking? Are they are they even serious at all? When you look at the story of the Shunammite woman and the prophet Elijah, you see what happened in the house of Abraham is also similar to it. Do you remember? The prophet was always passing by their house. And the woman said to her husband, Oga, see, this man of God is always passing. Why don't we invite him to stay in our house and break his journey? And the husband agreed to it. And they beckoned on the prophet and said, Sir, man of God, whenever you are passing by, don't just continue on your journey. Why don't you spend the night with us? Rest. Then the following morning you will continue your journey. And the man of God said, wow, that's wonderful. If you're offering it to me, I'm going to take it. And the first night he spent in their house, when he woke up the following morning, he called Gehazi and said, these people have been good to us. What shall we do to them? And Gehazi said, oh, I don't know, maybe you have noticed, but every time we pass by this woman's house, we've not heard the shout of a child. There's no cry of a child. There's no child running around. And the man of God said, oh, so they have issue with the child. And he called the woman. And he said, you know what? About this time. You see, it's the same word that came to Abraham that was coming to this woman. He said, about this time next year, according to the time of life, you will be found the child. Did you see the response of the woman? The woman said, immediately, man of God, don't lie to me. Ah, uh, A man of God, then you need to do you. And we need to do you. God will do it. God will do it. Don't, don't lie. Don't lie to me. But you see, that verse of scripture in the book of Second, I, I love it so much. Because immediately after she said, man of God, don't lie to me. The man of God recreated what he said. That I'm telling you that you will be found with the child. And the next verse said, according to the time of life, about that season, she was found with the child. Listen to me. Because she's, oh my God, I want you to understand something. When your timing comes, even you cannot stop what God wants to do. Ah, oh, you didn't get that. Oh my God, you didn't get that. You didn't get that. When your time comes, even you can't stop it. Oh, are you hearing me? Oh, Pastor Stanley said God comes and he superimposes his will. Oh, as it is in heaven. Oh, so it becomes upon your life. Oh, you've been waiting for a baby. Oh my God, can I announce to you that your baby is here? Oh my God, you didn't hear me. Who am I talking to? Oh, you've been waiting for that promotion. Oh, that promotion is here. I came to make an announcement. Your promotion is here. Your promotion is here. Your promotion is here. The doctors have said, ah, this sickness you have, oh, there's nothing we can do about it. Too. But I came with the message. I came with the word that your time of healing is here. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. Your time of healing is here. 
Weeping may endure on the night, but joy comes in the morning. Somebody, you are entering into your morning. Oh my God, I'm speaking from prophetic words here. You are entering into your morning. You are entering into your morning. You are entering into your morning. The season over your life is about a switch. The season over your life is about a change. Oh my God, open your mouth and say, It is my time. Open your mouth and say it is my time. Open your mouth and say it is my time. Oh, you may be seated in God's presence. When the fullness of time came. You see, every time you pick the New Testament and you read and you see such words, what it means is that this thing that is about to happen has been long talked about. Did you see the book of Acts chapter 2? The Bible says when the day of Pentecost was fully come. <laughs> so they've been having many Pentecosts. But you see this Pentecost is going to be different from the other Pentecost they've ever had. When the day of Pentecost was fully come. And that was why, when there was an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, and everybody was wondering, ah, I'm Yoruba, look at these Jewish people. They are speaking Yoruba, they are speaking Igbo, they are speaking Hausa. What's happening here? Peter had to stand up and say, listen to me, these men are not drunk, but this is the prophecy of the prophet Joel, that in the last days, there's going to be an outpouring. God is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. So hear me, child of God, there's always a time when the word is spoken and there's always a time when that word is coming into manifestation now can i share something with you that will prepare your heart you see when that time comes god will always send a man your way that will tell you that the time is here oh you didn't hear me you didn't hear me oh i was sharing on sunday that if god is going to bless you He's not going to pour money down from heaven. He will send you a man. Whatever God is going to do in your life, he will send you a man. And you see, your sensitivity, he has to be up to be able to plunge in into that word that came in that due season, at that due time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You see, Abraham may have looked at those three men and feel like, okay, ah, well done, sir, so, and they just pass. But something, something moved inside of him. Oh my God, I don't know, maybe there's something moving inside of you. Uh, that draw you to this meeting. Or maybe you were given a flyer. Or maybe you saw the advert online. Or maybe you felt, oh, Pastor Banji is my friend. Let me just go. But something was tearing in you. That made you come into this place. And you see, because you came, I am sent as a messenger to declare over your life. That whatever it is you're looking for is here now. Oh my God, somebody is not here hearing me. I said he's here now. I said he's here now. I said he's here now. Your fullness of time is here. 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 Your fullness of time is here tonight. Oh, he's here. He's here. You see, before your time arrive, people will call you so many things. 
Oh, people will call you so many things. Even you will look at yourself as if, am I, am I useful for anything? But when time comes, the story changes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He said, when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son. In Genesis, it was spoken that the seed will come and it will bruise the head of the serpent. But all through Genesis, we didn't see this son. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? All through Genesis, we look for this son, we didn't see this son. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Then we move to Exodus. And we were waiting, maybe we will see the manifestation of this son. But there was no manifestation. But all we saw was a shadow of what looked like the sun. Because while they were in Exodus going through transition in the wilderness. And there was an outbreak of serpents in the wilderness. The Bible says God told Moses. He said raise up a rod. And upon that rod put a frozen serpent. And anybody that shall look at that serpent. They shall live. And when Jesus came eventually. He said, as the frozen serpent was raised in the wilderness, he said, so also the Son of Man shall be raised. And if they look and they live, whosoever shall also look will also live. There was a representation, something that looked like the sun in the book of Exodus. When we moved into Deuteronomy, it looks as if, oh, maybe the sun was going to show up, but the sun did not show up. All we saw was another representation. We saw how God began to tell them about the lamb that they will use for sacrifice. How they will take a lamb without blemish and they will lay their hands on the lamb and they will pray on the lamb and they will transfer their sin upon the lamb and they will take that lamb out of the city and they will slaughter the lamb and by the blood of that lamb, they will be cleansed. We thought the sun was going to come in the taronomy, but it didn't show up. Are you listening to me? Then we moved to numbers. We started going from one chapter of the Bible to another. Time began to unfold. Time began to unfold. We began to go from one scripture to another. Then we got to the book of Isaiah. And Isaiah began to talk about the son again. And that unto us a child is born. Unto us a son has been given. He began to talk about his death and his crucifixion and his resurrection. He began to, do you understand what I'm saying? It looks as if, oh, maybe because Isaiah Isaiah is talking about it. It's going to happen now. But it did not happen. I will go to the book of Daniel. Three blue boys were thrown into the fiery furnace by the king. And all of a sudden the king looked and said, Ah, guys, how many people did we throw into the fire? They said, three, sir. He said, yes, it's three, but I'm seeing four people. Can't you see? Help me count. They counted. And he said, I, I don't understand. But the appearance of the fourth person looks like that of the son of the living God. Listen to me. I've studied the Bible inside out. And up till tomorrow, I'm yet to get an answer. How did Nebuchadnezzar know? Has he seen the son of God before? How did he know? You see, with that statement, it looks as if, yes, finally, the son that was going to come has arrived, but that was not yet it. Oh, are you hearing what I'm talking about? 
Oh, when John eventually showed up, everybody began to throng into the wilderness to go and hear from John. And everybody felt, oh yes, maybe John was it. But John looked at them and said, oh, you guys don't worship me. I'm just a forerunner. I'm not the one. You see, the one that is coming is so lashing. I'm not even worthy enough to tie his soul lashing. He's greater than me. I am baptizing you with water. But when this man comes, he's going to baptize you with fire. And we went. We kept going. We kept going. We kept going. And you see, in the journey of our life too, it looks as if uh, uh, maybe, maybe it's over. You understand what I'm talking about? Maybe, maybe it's over for them. Maybe it's over. Maybe nothing will ever happen again. Maybe it's over. Maybe nothing will ever happen again. They've passed the stage of menopause. They've passed it. They've passed it. Even Abraham is even old. The one who impregnates the one. The one who will impregnate the one. Who has passed the stage of menopause. Even himself. The Bible says his body is dead. You know, it's a different case when the one who will impregnate is still active. You can say maybe it's activeness we bring about pregnancy. But the Bible says the woman's womb was dead. The man's body was dead. So two dead things coming together, can they give that to life? But you see, when time comes knocking on your door, there is nothing that is impossible. Why are you hearing me? Listen to me. I prepared myself for this prophetic meeting because after this meeting, my story is going to change. Oh, are you hearing what I'm talking about? They've seen me on the level. And on that level, they felt that that is the best that we can see of him. That is the best that can happen. But listen to me. I came to make an announcement. Our best is yet to come. They're yet to see our best. They're yet to see our best. Because the fullness of time is here. Oh, are you hearing me? They've called you so many things. Your time comes. Uh, then they will call you what you really are. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? You pass through that season and it's like nothing is ever going to happen again. One thing I love about God is this. A lot of times, God allows us to come to the end of ourselves before he shows up. After we have done everything that we know to, are you hearing? The woman with the issue of blood. 12 years. After she has spent all her money. Everything. You see, because as long as she had money, she had hope in other things. Oh, there's a doctor in the uh, Niger Republic. Let me try it. Ah, it didn't work. There's a doctor in Festac. Out avenue, we close. As long as there was money, she kept traveling. But when money finished, the Bible says she now heard. You see, as long as you have options, you only hear what you're supposed to hear. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to. But when you run out of options, there's nowhere to turn to. 
There's nowhere to say, uh, can, do you understand? Can I, can I get some help? Can I get some deliverance? Can I, can I get some raise? When there's nowhere to turn again. That woman said, I will now go after him. And if I can but touch the aim of woman, I shall be made whole. See, somebody here, you're entering into wholeness. Hear me, hear me. This fullness is bringing you into wholeness. Oh my God, this is a prophetic meeting. This fullness is bringing you into wholeness. Oh, that which has been missing is coming in. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. That which you've been looking for, that which has been missing, you are finding it. It's coming your way. It's coming your way. It's coming your way. This fullness will bring you into fullness. This fullness is bringing you into wholeness. Who am I talking to? If you're that person, rise to your feet and give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a big, big shout. Come on, keep shouting, keep shouting. If you know it's your season, give the Lord some shout of praise in the house. If you know it's your season, come on, give the Lord some praise in the house. Help me look at the person behind you, in front of you, tell him it's my time. It's my season. I'm not going to miss it. I'm not going to miss it. It's happening right here. There's a word for me. God is speaking to me. God is raising me up. There's a word in my season. Come on, lift your hand and give him praise. Hallelujah. Under this prophetic atmosphere, can you just pray the Holy Ghost for some few minutes? Come on. The word is working out wonders for you. The word is working out wonders for you. The world is bringing to pass your expectation. The world is bringing you to your reality. The world is bringing you to your miracles. The world is bringing you to your expectation. The world is bringing to pass that which God has spoken. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Can you just have a seat in the next few minutes? As we ride on the same wave of power and grace and prophetic world tonight. So why God's servant was speaking, so many things were coming into my head. And one of them was that no matter what you do when it's your season, God will cause everything to work for you. No matter what is happening to you when it's time, everything will fall in place in your life. I see, those seasons don't come except there is a spoken word ahead of you. And those words go forth to arrange the things that will happen. Nothing just happened. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord. And they are called according to his purpose. See, why, why um, um, Pastor Stanley was speaking, he was speaking prophetically. He spoke as a prophet and not as a man. He downloaded also into a scripture that dropped into my spirit. So it's like he was just walking in the corridor of the prophetic. Checking up your notes, checking up my note. Now, in John chapter 5, the Bible said that according to the Jewish festival, once every year, according to that season, the Bible used the word season. So, there's a particular season that God has orchestrated. Remember, at that point in time, they were still under the law. 
So there was no Jesus in his fullness to bring to pass the redemptive work of the cross. So they needed to also lean on the provisions of the things that God has given in the law that an angel will come to stir up the water because after redemption we need no angel. We only walk in the fullness of the power of the Godhead. But at that point in time, they needed to lean on that porch and wait for that season when an angel will come and stir the water. And the Bible gave us a category of men that came, impotent men, men that were beaten, men that were sick of all kinds of illness. But you know one thing? That particular guy was missing his timing. Because every time the angel comes, orders we go in, the timing will be missing. So when you said it, that time is antenna, it doesn't matter how many times you have missed. It doesn't matter how you missed it. When God turns the things around, that season will also work for you. So I stand in the voice of prophecy and I declare, whose man, that man, that boy, that girl, whose amen is going to come like thunder. This is the night God is about to turn your story. I said, this is the night God is about to turn your story. I said, this is the night God is about to turn your story. The Bible said when Jesus met him, Jesus said, he said, Jesus, help me. Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? He said, that I, I just need to get into that pool. This time the angel comes. I couldn't get in there because I have no man. Your problem is not with man. Your problem is that when your time comes, men will come to you. And Jesus said, take up thy mat and go. That day was the end of the story. By the end of this convention on Sunday, you will look back and say, I never never knew that God has a plan for me. I prophesy to you if your amen will come like thunder. This night God is saying, take up your mat and go. Take up your mat of affliction. Take up your mat of sorrow. Take up your mat of impact. You are about to step into another level. I also want to write on your words. When God came to the house of Abraham, it was the Lord that came. And that word came to Sarah. Sarah had it. They were not talking to Sarah. They were talking to Abraham. Because you said something very profound. It was what Eve believed that led us into destruction. It was also what we believed that would bring us to restoration. And the word came to Abraham because Abraham is a believer. God speaks to men who believes. And Abraham had it and believed. But Sarah laughed. And the angel said, why did Sarah laugh? He said, I did not laugh. But when it came to pass, Sarah said, for the Lord has made me laugh. In your pain, you will step out and say, for the Lord has made me laugh. The God of this commission will make you laugh again. The God of this commission will make you smile again. From poverty to surplus. From pain to joy. If I'm talking to you, let that amen come like thunder. Yet this child of God, it seems like it's not. Season comes once in a while. But it is the time that reveals the season. Season comes. And when it comes, it comes prophetically. God begin to orchestrate it. This is our season. We'll ride on the word. As the heavens open and the rain falls and does not return. 
as the heaven open and the snow falls and does not return he says so is my word when it goes out it will not come back void how many believer in the house here lift up your hand the word of god is bringing to your doorpost the word of god is changing story the word of god is changing status the word of god is changing situation i am a believer of this word it's my time and my season come on pray in the holy ghost come on pray enforce that enforcing it's my time and my season it's my time and my season it's my time and my season Hey, come and pray, 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 pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, come and raise your voice. Raise your voice. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, my God. Pray in the Holy Ghost wherever you are. Oh, come and raise your voice wherever you are. They've looked down on you. But your time is here. Your time is here. Your time is here. Your time is here. Oh, I'm talking to you in your home. Your time is here. Your time is here. Your time is here. Your time is here. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, you may be seated. It's while the bishop was speaking. You see, there's a, there's a connection tonight. And you see, we're going to be building up until we hit the climax. Uh, because we're not yet there. It's while the bishop was speaking, it just suddenly dawned on me what happened at the pool of Bethesda. The Bible says, you, you said, important men, different kinds of men who were in distress, all kinds of sicknesses were at that pool of Bethesda. And what they were all waiting for was the steering of the water. And you see, but you see, the sad part of it is that the angel comes once a year. And nobody knows when the angel will even show up. So every man stays at that pool at attention alerts 24 hours a day all through the year. Wait. Even if 10 people jump in at the same time, only one gets healed. One. Only one. So what it means is that if 10 men, you see, 10 people can rush in and you hear blow, 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 blow inside the pool. Only one will shout, I'm healed. The others, the way they jumped in, they will carry them out again. Till next year. It will interest you that it is the first person that his body touches the water that gets healed. So maybe it was, it was a splash of the water that touched your nose. But you see that? Do you understand what I'm talking about? You know, it's like in a race. You know, this 100 meter race. You see, and two people come in at the same time. And they have to go and look at the system. And you hear, they will say, it was, sometimes they say it is, it is his nose. You understand? Because two of them came in like this. And, you know, they cut the rope at the same time. But somebody must have come in first. So they check. And they say, ah, it was a strand of his hair. He beat him by a strand of hair. He beat him by his nose. His nose shoots beyond his own nose. Do you understand? So the first person whose body touches the water is the one that gets you till next year. But on that very day, look at what happened. 
so many people sick, infirmed, and Jesus came to that pool. So many people there saw one, maybe who was blind. Oh, you're not getting it. Jumped. Oh, you're not getting it. He's going to a particular person whose time has come. Mm. Uh, help me, help me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And he went to the man who was not even prepared. Oh, I came to give a prophetic word. Oh, that there's somebody here. You see, you're not prepared for what is about to come. You're not ready for it. You're not ready for it. You're, you're there, you're thinking. You're, you, you say in your wildest imagination, you've never imagined that it can happen. You're not ready for it. But listen to me. Your time is here. You see, what I just shared now, I don't know, maybe that was what the writer of that song realized, became a revelation to him. And he sang that hymn. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. <laughs> yeah, my own bull cry. You, you know, you know, you know, you know why? You know why they were singing? Because he came to that pool. Somebody was crying out for help, but he, he jumped at first. There were so it was not that man alone that was there. There were many in fair, but he went straight to that man. Oh my god, in the next one minute, oh can you lift up your voice and say, Lord, tonight, oh don't pass me by. Oh tonight, don't pass me by. You know what? Since we're going to be singing that song, I think I need to hand over to microphone to the next person. Will cry in over now. Oh, not somebody with your heart up as your savior. When we call you, you will answer. Yea, sure. 
when we call you, you deliver. Yeshua, when we call you, you will answer. Yeshua, when we call you,
He's able. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Sit down. It's not true with us yet. <laughs> it's, not, it's not true with us yet. It's while Minister Kelvin was singing, a word dropped into my spirit. Jesus said in those days, there was no other widow that the prophet was sent to but that widow of Zarephath. Hey! You see, God is amazing. When the prophet came to the house of that woman, he said, woman, please, give me water. The woman said, if it's water, water is plenty. Then put me what point? Is that why you are getting the water? Make me some, make me some food. The woman said, if it is about food, that one you can't see. He said, because I believe you are not a stranger around here. You should be aware that there is famine in the land. And there is no food anywhere. In fact, the food I have left in the house is what I want to prepare. The last meal. So that I and my children we eat. After we eat, we sit down and we wait for death to come. And the prophet said, You will not surely die. See, God make a meal for me first. If a prophet try it in this our day, it will trend. Pastor Dara, it will trend. Twitter, they will finish his destiny on Twitter. That you went to the house of a church member. And a church member said, Pastor, I have those gari and two kuli kuli left. For me and my children to eat. And you say, Don't worry, you won't die. Give me the kuli kuli and the gari, let me eat. Ah, you will trend in this generation. <laughs> but you see, God doesn't walk the way man walks. So. And that's why sometimes when I go on social media and I see those people shouting, I say, slow down, calm down. God is not mad. But Jesus established something that we must not miss. He said there was no other widow in Zarephath that the prophet was sent to except that woman. That means in Zarephath, there were other widows. Other widows who had food plenty food in their house. But the prophet was sent to the one that needed a miracle. Ah. Whose season has come? Whose time has come? For the cruise of oil will not cease. And the pot where you put the barley will not waste. As long as you pour it, something will come out of it. When time comes, Pastor, see, they've not seen us. Pastor Salah, you know they've not, they've not seen us. 
they think they've seen us but they have not seen us our best is yet to come our best is yet to come no other widow no other widow but that particular one and that's why I believe if you came here tonight and if you're going to be here tomorrow when Reverend Herbert Femi Oduwale comes and on Sunday morning when Reverend Benga Kotila comes it's because they have been sent to you and all the men coming out to hold this microphone tonight they have a word for somebody a word that will change the life of somebody a word that will move somebody forward a word that will take you forward a word that will pass something in you a word that will give you your baby a word that will bring you in a word that will get you out of poverty believe the word of God this evening. Oh Lord, I believe your word. Let's have a seat briefly and we'll look at the book of Luke chapter 12. I just want to say something. I'm not prepared for this meeting. Sorry for how I'm appearing. Praise Jesus. Amen. Luke chapter 12 verse 49. There is an instruction for somebody this evening. And I want you to hold it so dearly. You can see how the Lord has been ministering to us from one area to the other. Now the instruction of the prophets have preached. I'm going to talk as a teacher, giving the instruction to make the question, to just slot in maybe a const- something, a variable in the question. Luke chapter 12, verse 49 and 50. Then we look at verse 56 and 57. Praise Jesus. I will prefer NLT if it is possible. But if we don't, uh, maybe if anybody has NLT, I, I read this this morning, incidentally. I didn't know that um, God would need us to talk about this. Uh, uh, maybe I would read from my NLT, if, if, we don't, if we only have King James. You know, NLT said Jesus was speaking in this place. Jesus knew his purpose. The prophecies has gone ahead of him. He knew what he was coming to do. He, he knew exactly he had to even wait for some time. And even after he had waited for about 30 years and he had started his ministry, he said that there's something I know I'm here for. He said, I have come and I wish, oh, God bless you. He said, I have come to set the word on fire and I wish it were already burning. Meaning that there is a purpose I carry. But I have carried this purpose for a long time. I wish that the time of that purpose has come. And that is the story of some of us here. You know the revelations that has gone ahead of you. You knew those things you have seen. You knew the future the Lord has shown you. You know those things that have come so vividly. And you keep saying it that where I am now is not where I am going to. There is something the Lord has told me and I wish. How many of you have got to that point? You said, I wish that the time has come. I wish that those things that the Lord said is already getting realization. I wish that those things that I saw in my dream, I wish they are already coming to pass. If it has come to pass, you will not treat me like this. If it has come to pass, you will not undo me like this. If it has come to I only wish. I have a word for somebody here. You have been wishing for so long, the time is near. <laughs> I say you have been wishing for so long and the time 
this year. Jesus said, all these things you have seen, you have not seen anything. Let me to tell your neighbor, you never seen nada. You've not seen anything at all. My purpose is to say, not just Jerusalem, not just Empire. He said to set the whole world. He said that you have come to set the world on fire. The only thing is that uh, for those things to be realized, the time must come. Pending the time that the time will come, I can only wish. I can only groan. I can only travel. Should I tell somebody here? Yeah? You have been traveling. You know when a, when a lady wants to, when a woman wants to give birth, by, by the time they start traveling, gradually they will measure, they say something, something inches. I don't know. But, and if you continue to build up, build up, build up, build up, until the fullness of time comes. And the time of travel, when the fullness of time comes, the travel will increase. But it's just for a little while. That thing you have been wishing for, you wish that fire will come. It will come. Hey, why did it come in terms of Jesus? It will come in your time. Those things you desire, you only say that I know my ministry, I know my mission, I know my purpose, I know the prophecies. I wrote them down in the jotter. I wish that those prophecies are already manifesting. I have come with the good news. If it's manifested in the time of Jesus, it will manifest in your life. I'm going to the place of instruction now. Let's jump to let's jump to verse 56 of that same place. That is what the Lord lays on my heart. Actually, verse 56. Jesus not told them something in verse 56 and 57. Where I'm going to now, He said He has told them some other things before that time. You know, one of those He told them is that you can look at seasons, you can look at the sun, and look at where the sun is coming from, and make a guess and say that there's going to be winter or there's going to be summer. He not told them. He said that you fools. You know how to interpret weather signs of the heart and sky, but you don't know how to interpret the present time. One of those things that can make a man to miss his season is that you don't know how to interpret the present time. Some of us can predict who we will be between Manchester and, uh, and Arsenal, but you cannot determine the present time. You cannot discern it, even though you are in it. And the reason is that you continue to linger. You continue to wish if you don't know how to discern the times and season. And that is the instruction I want to give to you. He said that you can, you can do big things. Some of us can say that I've healed the sick. I've raised the dead. If you have done that, I have done it. I have done that. You can help you to do those big things. But how about those smaller things? Should I tell you something? It is simple things that make complex things complex. Sometimes we are only interested in the complex things that they don't want us to pay attention to the simple things. Some of us, what we are looking for, what we ginger you, what we motivate you are the big things. You want to see the radio, the television, you want to see something, and the Lord is saying that you are only discerning that one. And it's good for you to see it if you have not treated well the present times. Oh, help me to tell your neighbor, discern the times. Oh, tell that person, let clear, discern the times. Discern the times. Tell him your future depends on it. Your future depends on it. He said you are able. So the sound weather look as big as weather is, so you can you can predict weather, but you cannot predict about yourself. You cannot predict the moment you are in the house. This moment is for a little time. You know, they came to Jesus. They said that they, they don't have wine. Jesus said that my time has not come. It's not that I cannot do it, but this is not the time for it. It's not that I cannot gain that popularity, but this is not the time for it. It's not as if I cannot do some of those things and shake, but this is not the time for it. There is a time for everything. There is a time for every purpose. You must be able to discern the presences. And I'm going somewhere as I drop the mic, verse 57. 
And that is the question I want to ask you. He said, why can't you decide for yourself what is right? <laughs> why can't you decide for yourself? You know, Jesus said, He said, if only you have known the times of your visitation. You have been doing so many things. You know, Mary and Martha, you remember that story? Mary was so busy. Sorry, Martha was so busy doing a lot of things. Mary sat down and decided what was right for herself. But Martha was busy doing so many activities. She became frustrated. You know when you are doing plenty of activities that is not right for you? It leads to frustration. You can do so many things. You can be so busy doing nothing. I mean, you are so busy, overwhelmed with busyness, and it is nothing. You know what determines something or nothing is God. Sometimes what means something for you by definition is, you know, the, the Bible told him, said that you have been placed in the balance and you have found one thing. You know, the book of Revelation, he said that though you said you are rich by your own definition, but by the heavenly definition, we said that you are poor. Have you read that place before in your scriptures? So, definition of what you are doing, so many activities, made in the eyes of God, it is just that all these things you are doing, they are nothing. He said, but Mary has chosen a better part, which no man can take away from her. And that's the same question I'm living with you with. Why can't you decide for yourself what is right? Lord, open my eyes. Open the eyes of my understanding. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. You know, briefly we happen now. Some of you will have a flash of revelations. You will remember some things that you have forgotten for a long time. You will remember the crossroad where you missed it. And you are going to trace your step back to that place. Cast upon my eyes the truth that sets me free. Cast across my heart. I want to be able to do the right things for myself. I want to be able to discern the time of this present moment. In the name of Jesus. I want to be able to discern the times of this present moment. Cast across my eyes the truth that sets me free. According to your word, oh Lord. We we'll just sing that three times and I will leave this place. Oh, cast across my eyes, stop on my heart. The truth that sets me free. According to your word, obey unto me. Two more times, cast upon my eyes. Ah, the truth that sets me free. Hey, according to your word. For the last time now, I want you to sing it from the depth of your heart. Oh, Father, cast upon my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, let's sit down. God is not true with us yet. <laughs> you know, as, as Pastor Dara was sharing, because we're, we're moving to the climax gradually. 
I love that scripture. He said you need to decide for yourself what is right. And you see, sometimes what is right, ah, shall I say it like I want to say it? It's not, it's not sensible. I, I, I want to tie that together. And we begin to move into the peak. You see, when we're talking about timing, sometimes um, we have gotten so used to our situation that even when the opportunity arises for the times and the seasons of our life to change, we can't sense it. Or oh, are you hearing me? Because I, I want somebody's faith. If you've been in this meeting since we started and your faith is not yet steered up, this is the moment for your faith to be steered. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For those that must come to him must first believe that he is. You see, I love that scripture. He said, must first believe that he is. He didn't say they must first believe that he was. Because God is never was, God is always is. You know, there are people who come and begin to tell of the great things that God did in their life. But what is God doing now? Why are you hearing me? He said, those that must come to him must first believe that he is. And he is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. There is nobody that will seek him that he will not reward. He's a rewarder. He said he's not unfaithful to forget our labor of love. Oh, are you hearing me? He said he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You see, that word diligence, don't, don't, don't look down on it. Diligently seek him. Because in the place of diligently seeking him you may not get what you want at the moment but if you will continue if you will follow on you will see it oh are you hearing what i'm saying and what i will share with you is what i've been sharing since the beginning of the month in the church the wedding at cana the first miracle of jesus jesus got to the wedding and sat down like every other person. He's a guest. And everybody was marrying, eating. Then the wine finished. And he said, wine has finished though. The Mary had wine finished. The Mary called him. I said, come. What did I hear? Wine has finished. He said, you see that boy. <laughs> That boy, because that was his son. See, you see that, that, that boy. He said, go and meet him. Go and meet him. Go and meet him. And when they came to Jesus and they said, sir, when finished in the wedding, you see, I, I, you, know, <laughs> you see, when I read scripture, I try to imagine what could be going on. That, that's, that's just me. Because you know, it's not everything that Jesus did that was written down for us. I hope you know that. The Bible says everything he did was written in books. The world will not contain it. So I want to believe when they came to him and said, wine has finished, he must have looked at them like, it won't take me. 
I'm a guest like every, you know, it's like coming for a wedding. I just sit down. They are supposed to serve me. Then they now come. <laughs> you know, uh, level. Why don't finish? <laughs> I'm not the father of the bride. I'm not the best man. I'm not the best groom. I'm not, I'm not if the bridesmaid. I'm not anything. But you, you, you understand? You know they. You see, I love King Jolo's imagination. You know, it's possible that Jesus was just passive. It is just a possibility. I want to forgive me by saying, it's just a possibility. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you know, sometimes our imagination of Jesus is, you know, a so holy Jesus in quotes. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He sat with one barbers. The Bible called him the friend of sinners. They found Jesus in some places they were not supposed to be seeing him. Not because he was doing what he was not supposed to be doing, but because he took light into those places. Oh, are you hearing me? Even in this first act, I go to some places. You understand what I'm saying? Sit down with some, you know? Injolo is testifying. Glory to God. Yesterday, was it yesterday night or we're still there? He said, sit down. Buy us beer. I said, that's one thing you know I will not do. I won't buy you beer. <laughs> I won't buy you beer. He said, Pastor, why now? Jesus turned water into wine. He said, That's Jesus. This is <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? So there's a possibility. And he looked and said, why, what are you, why, why are you telling me that wine is finished? I don't have any business. And maybe the remaining wine he had left, he, he continued. And those people were leaving. And Mary called them and said, So you guys are just going to go you better go back and stay with him. Stay there. Stay there. And when Jesus noticed that Mary was the one pushing them, Jesus turned to me and said, woman, what's your problem now? What's, what's the issue? Don't you understand that it is not yet time. My time has not yet come. What time was he talking about? The time to begin to work miracles in public. Because listen to me, I want to believe that Mary must have seen Jesus do some things while he was growing up that made him stay, stay with him. Oh, he go do something. Just stay there. And you see, guys, whatever it tells you, eh? If he asks you to do like this, do it. Don't argue. Do you understand what I'm saying? If he asks you to stood down for wine to come out, you better do it. Mary must have seen. Do, do you understand what I'm talking about? Because I can't, she can't be testifying that much if she had not seen something. But Jesus said, Woman, why do you want to bring me out into the open? It's not your time. But Mary told those people, Hey, deal with it. Now watch this. This is where I'm going. Because there are some people here tonight and some watching online who may be having a feeling that yeah, time and season. Yeah, time is here. But maybe it is not yet time. And because you feel it is not yet time, you are about to back down. <laughs> oh, are you hearing me? And you see, sometimes you see Patience is good. Patience is a godly virtue. 
Do you understand what I'm talking about? But you see, you have to have discernment. You have to be sensitive for you to know when to be patient and when not to be patient. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. Because sometimes you need to come to a point and a place like Jacob where you will hold on and say, if you don't bless me, I won't let you go. Did you read Rachel? When Rachel held on to Jacob, I think it was Jacob, right? And he said, if you don't give me time, I will, I will die. Ah, that's the place of desperation. If you don't see tonight, if you don't get me pregnant this day, this, this, this night, what would they talk? This night, ah, this night, okay? ah, you will carry dead bodies. I'll die. I'll kill myself. <laughs> and I need somebody to move into such space. Oh, are you hearing what I'm talking about? I need somebody to move into such space. Because, listen to me, you have waited and waited. You have waited and waited. And your time is now. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Mary says, stay with him. Ah, don't go. And when Jesus saw that, these guys truly, they were not going to go. The time that was in the future, Jesus brought it back. Oh my God. There's a reversal of time for somebody. Ah, on the years the Palmer world, the years the locust has eaten, there's a reversal of time. There's a reversal of time. There's a reversal of time. You feel you have lost time. You feel you are old. You can't get it again. There's a reversal of time. The time was in the future. So it's not yet time. So the time to begin to do this is still in the future. But when they stayed on him, You know, the Bible says Jesus Christ, Hebrews 13, 8, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if you go back, you will meet him there. In the present, he's there. If you go to the future, he's there. So he had to quickly run to the future and get it and come back into the present and execute it. He said, all right. Go fetch water. Fill all the pots. Then they fetched it. And they came and said, we have done it. Say, you have done it. He said, hey, go and serve the people. Ogakileso. Omikoka. Well water. We should go. We have... You know, I said that to show somebody something. I love what you said. A lot of times we are looking for complexity. But you see, our change is tied to the simple things. You see, those guys will have believed that the water has changed to wine. If Jesus has gone there, Paraka, Shaka, Shaka, Papa, 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 Papa. Oh yeah, go and serve. With gladness. They go and serve it. But they fetch the water. And they are, some master, we have served it. Come and pray. Pray again. Go and serve it. At what point did it change? And you say, I love those guys. They are intelligent. 
so that we don't go and be serving well water. They took some of it and took it to the master of ceremony. Let's serve. <laughs> Let's not embarrass ourselves. And when they gave it to the MC, the MC said, oh, okay, one is available. Say, yes, sir, he's available. The MC took it to his mouth and they were watching, waiting for his expression. They were thinking he was going to do like that and say, Square, what is this? But the guy licked his mouth and said, What? Who does this? Uh, and I sense the miracle that God is about to do in your life in this time. People are going to ask, How is this possible? For when the Lord turned around the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Who does this? People serve the best wine. Then when the best wine has finished, then they bring out the useless one. But you people, you are wicked. You are very, very wicked. You now save the best for the last. Oh, did you hear what I just said? The best of your life is about to show up. The best of your life is about to show. The best of your life is about to show. Oh my God, if you believe it, shout it, turn to say, man. I said the best of your life is about to show. It's about to show. It's about to show. It's about to show. Help me look at somebody by your side and say the best is about to show up. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered into the heart of man. What God is doing right now, I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm of you believe he's starting here right now. I should step out of this hall. I should step out of this auditorium. God is paving the way. God is making new things happen to you. Just like they couldn't believe that water could become wine. God is about to turn it. What men call ridicule is about to become your testimony. What men call ridicule is about to become your miracle. God is giving you a testimony. If I can get one more person here who is saying, Lord, this is my time. This is my season. This is my time. This is my season. I step into it. Now prayerfully step into it. Step into it. Step into it. The world that is dead. I had a shatire. The world that is dead. 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 Agabalagada. Hitamanama. Rakababa shata. Irabadabara. Mikatabalabayada. Rakababa kashandelebadaya. Rakabadabada. The water is dead. The water is dead. The water is dead. The water is dead. Step into the water. Step into the water. Step into your season. Step into your season. Step into your moment. Step into it. God's word is come to pass. His word is here and amen. His word is here and amen. This is a moment. This is a moment. This is a moment. Oh, 
Listen, before we leave here tonight, you know, for me, when he made that statement, that those little things are the things that causes a miracle. And I knew that you can shout your way into your level. You can dance your way into your level. Because you have the right to make your own decisions. You have the right to make that. It's, it's, it's a connection of the spirit. It's a spiritual technology that is deposited in our mind. You can make that decision today. Take the water. It doesn't make sense. But as you take a step, you are stepping into a new season. I don't know why you feel tonight, but it's a new season for you. For me, it's a new season. It's a new day. Fresh anointing coming your way. It's a season of change. Season of transformation. It's a new season coming to you. And when Elisha met that leprous guy, he said, dip yourself seven times in the water. And the guy said, if you wanted me to have done this, better pools are there. Simple instructions. It doesn't make sense, but it wrought miracles. I sense in my spirit, man of God, that God has changed somebody's story tonight. There are people watching online right now. God just dropped an instruction in their spirit. Take a step. You are sick in your body. Drink a cup of water. Put your hand where the sickness is. Just shout. Just do something. And there is a change right now. Wherever you are, I just want you to do something the Lord has made in your spirit. Sing a song. Shout to him. Take a song. Whatever the Lord has made in your heart. Miracles are happening. Miracles are happening. Miracles are happening. Miracles are happening. Miracles are somebody just got healed right now of a back pain hallelujah the person is watching a line as you hear this water the back pain just disappeared from you all you need to do is just wave your body wave your body there's a restoration there's a restoration there's a restoration financial restoration open doors there's a reappointment there's a reconnection glory to Jesus thank Ah uh.
Ghost. You see, there's a witness in my spirit for somebody. You see, you've been looking for something so desperately. But you see, the situation and the circumstance is about to switch. Because that which you've been looking for is about to begin to look for you. lift up your hands everybody lift up your hands everybody oh my god the power of god is so strong in this place tonight ah what a first night what a first night what a first night oh lift up your hands the power of god is moving in this room and all over the internet the power of god is moving the power of god is moving it's moving it's moving all over this place oh thank you lord jesus oh just bring the holy ghost in the next one minute don't play the drums just the keyboard oh something soft if you can play strings for me strings oh come and lift up your twins and pray in the holy ghost lift up your twins and pray in the holy ghost oh my god something is happening here something is happening here something is happening here something is happening here something is happening as it's happening here it's happening in akure as it's happening here it's happening in kuala as it's happening here it's happening all over the world you're watching us from asia it's happening it's happening it's happening it's happening it's happening it's happening in asia what about others Lift up your twins, lift up your hands. There's power in this place. There's power in this place. There's power here. There's power here. There's power here. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, just lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. God abound the dash. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you felt the power, come on, just come, just come, come, come forward. You felt the power, just come, just come, just come. Bishop, please join me. Just come. You felt the power. Or you feel you just feel as if I need I need the men to pray with me. Can you come? Can you come? Can you come quickly? Quickly, we need to close. Can you come quickly? Can you come quickly? There's power available here. There's power available here. Toga bondi dias. Era na na ne ni osho do bondi se matai. Era na 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 se talabai. Ina na badusha ta katokati katuza de hisu zuza de kredede de sota. Ina na sha. Pandash, Pandash, Elabosha, Ah, 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 Thank you, Holy Ghost. His power is all over you right now. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. 
power of the most high God is doing a walk in you. <laughs> My father is doing a walk in you now. Now. Thank you, Jesus. Total freedom. Give him praise. Glory be to God. Well, just wave your hands. Give him just praise. wave your hands to him, everybody. Wave your hands to him, everybody. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We honor you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's this song coming into mass. It's changing everything. In obedience to Christ. He's changing everything in obedience to Christ. He's changing everything in obedience to Christ. The Holy Spirit, thank you. Help me. Thank you, sir. Bishop. Bless you, sir. Amen. One of the things you will one mistake when we talk about times and season is to begin to compare another man's time and think it's your time. Nobody's time and season is the same. So when I begin to judge what God is doing with his life. For my life, I will miss it. I will miss it. Because you see, the way God works, God could be dealing with Reverend Banji in his morning season. And for me, it's afternoon season. The Bible talked about the men of Issachar who understood the time and they knew what to do. They knew what to do. Because for many of you in this meeting, your time and season may not be the blow up, maybe the training time. So not everybody will live here blown. <laughs> not everybody. So one of the things you must do in this meeting, these three days, is to understand your time. <laughs> understand your time. Understand what God is dealing with you 
What time? What time? Understand your time. Understanding of your time matters. Because you can end up trying to be like Pastor Banji, or Ben Branji rather, and miss your time. Miss your time. Two. If there's anything you will look for in your times and season, is specific instruction for that time. Specific instructions. What will God have you do in times and seasons? What is God saying to you? What is God saying to you? I was teaching in church recently and I said the way God defines promotion is not the way man defines promotion. The way God looks at promotion is your ability, your willingness to follow instruction. That's how we define maturity in the things of the spirit. Not because they say you have become no. And so sometimes God's promotion may be leave this high place and go down. Leave the exalted place and then go serve tables. As long as it's an instruction from God for your life, come on, and you're following it, He's promoting you. Because at the end, the man who will evaluate you is Him. So when we talk about times and seasons, you must be willing to understand what God wants to do with your life, where He's taking you to. And then you must be willing to say, Lord, I will not look at any other person. It's you I'm following. You are moving with. You are moving with. But I trust God in these three days, somebody's life will turn around. Come on, I say your life will turn around. I say your life will turn around. I declare that in the name of Jesus in the next three days there will be a turnaround in your life. Hallelujah. Is somebody blessed already? See, I was ministering somewhere in Ikeja, and then after ministry, my spiritual father missed this time. And then he, you know, one has to be very wise when your father prayed for prays for somebody and tells you don't pray. So, <laughs> and the lady came and said, "I want you to pray for me in front of my spiritual father." I invited me to his church, and I said, "No, I have to be wise." So I told her. He prayed. He said, yes. Did you believe his prayer? He said, I believe. He said, I can't pray for you. I believe what he prayed for you stands. In that light, I'm saying, he's my bishop. He's my reverend. Whatever they have prayed for you, it stands in Jesus' name. Amen. So I join my faith with their faith to say, all that they have released, there shall be speedy performance. Hey. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. At this point in time, please put your hand in your pocket. Let's bless the Lord with our substance. Hallelujah. Is somebody glad to be in the house? Glory to God. Thank God I didn't miss it. I sneaked in. I stayed at the back. Thank God for the dark place at the back. I was hiding. Come on, lift your offerings to God in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We give all the praise to you. We minister to you with our substance. Accept it. 
in Jesus mighty name we pray amen Jesus will lift your name on high your name on high